was praying with this gospel this morning, what the line that stuck out to me was the fact that Lazarus was lying at his door, which meant which meant the rich man, he doesn't have a name, which is this rich man saw Lazarus on a daily basis. It was right there. And as I was kind of like imagining myself in the position of the rich man, wondering perhaps if maybe the first time the rich man had to like walk past him or walk over him to get inside, like what went on in his heart, right? Maybe he felt a little guilty. What do I do? I, I don't know how to help him. Maybe, maybe he did help him initially, right? Maybe there was this, there was, but maybe it was, it was, there was a newness to it, right? And then I don't wonder if, if maybe eventually, maybe he helped them the first time and then, then he stopped helping them, right? And then it kind of tore at him. But then over time, he almost got used to seeing him such that he didn't really see him anymore, right? That by the end of his life, the rich man had gotten used to walking over and walking past and ignoring Lazarus. I don't imagine he started off like that, but I'd imagine he ended up like that because he saw him every single day. He just got used to it, and he got used to turning away. I think that it was just struck by how often I, we, can get used to, to, to turning away. We get used to the little sins that we commit every single day, and what maybe at one time filled us with a lot of, comp- like a lot of compunction, a lot of sorrow, and a lot of guilt, now we just kind of get used to. We get desensitized to, to, to sin. We get desensitized to what it feels like to strive, to really strive for holiness. And I don't wonder, it, it, it makes sin almost feel a lot, more, uh, a lot more subtle. The rich man had gotten used to it. It, it didn't affect him anymore, but we see where it ended up to him, right? There's an importance in praying for the grace that I don't just get used to sin, that I don't get complacent, that I don't just become okay with the little habits that I just kind of fall into, that I just accept. Well, maybe this is just me. No matter how many times I try, I can't actually imagine my life without this sin. We're just kind of settling. And God does not want us to settle. God does not want us to, to believe that I really can't be without all sin. God desires us to believe and to hope that I can truly strive to grow and to be united with him. To truly live a life where I'm fully dependent upon the Lord, where I surrender everything to him, where I don't grasp for control, where I don't grasp for pride or affirmation. To believe that I can truly surrender everything and and, and allow him to provide for every single one of my needs. That's not just a pipe dream. That's a, that's a possible reality, a real gift that God wants to give to every single one of us. And I think one of the, the subtle ways that sin can weasel its way into our lives is to really make us not see it. Or to not believe the impact that it has on us. It wants to remain hidden. So hidden that like, I just get used to, I get used to it. Right? We, don't, we can't ever allow ourselves to get used to our sin. But that every time we strive and struggle, it's a new day. It's a new opportunity to give my entire heart to the Lord. So I was drawn to just the importance of praying for a sensitivity of heart. One of the Psalms says, um, it speaks about like forgiving me, pardoning my sins that I may not even see. Right? Pray that God would bring to our consciousness the reality of maybe what, it, what sins am I used to. And the grace of hope to actually believe that God can bring healing to those areas of our hearts. Give us a sensitivity to the spirit so that we can respond to the little things that God is inviting us to today. Amen.